You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that full black, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. At least you pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that pitch and take the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome to Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. That's Martin and Xavier kicking things off. I want to invite you to join us on the radio dial at 205. I mean, on the phone lines at the Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. We're live, local, and ready to go uh, on the radio airwaves at Tide 109. And on the Martin Houston Radio Network. Glad to have you as a part of the conversation. Reminding you that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, and be the difference you want to see in the world today. Got uh, lots of things to get to. So We'll just label today uh, one of our fire sale Fridays where we can flash back to anything we've talked about this week that we didn't fully get to that you want to bring up. X, I know you had a couple of topics you had, uh, hit on and we didn't get to dig into. We can look at who do you think is going to be the players of the games uh, this week and a uh, little segment. Um, I'm going to call it complete the phrase, for instance. A question I could ask during that time would be, I want to see Alabama do what? So we'll get into that uh, as well. And, hey, listen, you might have something you want to talk about, you'd like to bring up. Uh, you can always do it once again on the Alabama One Hotline, 205-342-9904. Good morning, X. Good morning, Joe. How you guys doing? Good morning. Doing well. Hey, I need a little more energy. You, 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 you need to tell me. I need to hear you doing well, man. It's it's game day. Uh, I'm doing I know. Good. I know it's just La Monroe, but man, you <laughs> said Joe X just came on here like the uh, Alabama football team uh, looks at their opponents. Yeah, man, it's just La Monroe. What's up? What's up, Joe? <laughs> Xavier, you awake this morning? 
Oh, I'm good. All right, we need we, we, we need to get you some coffee or some Red Bull. What what what's Xavier Houston's morning drink to get him going? Are you are are you a caffeine guy? Coca Cola, uh, or uh, yeah, you know Coca Cola and Golden Flake. Uh, <laughs> I ain't heard that. So what is your drink? What, what's your go to? Uh, I'm not sure. We we have somebody that joins us called Facebook user. Their name doesn't come through. I think it may be. Uh, Coach Ford, <laughs> he said Xavier sounds like he's gas, man. Oh man, <laughs> hey, everybody on you this morning, man. <laughs> but hey, listen, listen. Sometimes it's all about the opponent, man. If we were getting ready to play Auburn, you you came in here a little more kick. So I'm gonna give you another chance, X. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Ready to watch right. some football. <laughs> ready, ready to watch some football. Hey, listen, a, a quick sidebar. Remember, Fire Chef Friday, we can bring up any any topic, anywhere you want to go type of thing. Did did any of you all see uh, the Chiefs, watch the Chiefs games and or see how the Chiefs game, uh, how the Chiefs won the game? That 99-yard pick six? 99 and a half. <laughs> did you hear about that joke? Uh, the Chargers are at the half-yard line. They have a receiver who is gassed uh, or hurt, not sure which one it is, and he starts to go off the field. And then he comes back. And the quarterback throws the ball to him, but he runs a halfway route. Supposed to be either, I'm not sure if he was supposed to run like a a quick slant or at least um, cross the receiver's face. He takes a couple steps and stops. And the quarterback uh, almost knocked the uh, DB down. But here's my point: you got to run the ball at a half yard. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm too, I'm old school. Line up, line up, and make and stop me, man. Make them stop you. Get some of that old hateful competitor mindset back in you. Football is going soft. You know what the problem is? Uh, football is going soft. No, well, yes, but teams don't have old school fullback, huh? That can they don't have fullbacks that can run the ball. I agree. That's part of it, absolutely. And fullbacks that stick their nose up in there and 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 clean out that linebacker that that scrapes off free. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it was just an interesting thing when I saw it. I was like, half. In the shotgun. Uh, uh, Jay, Jay Cohen said he was gassed. He couldn't get substitute. Couldn't get, could, couldn't get substitute. You making yeah. that much money? It's a half yard play. Baby, you better figure out how to get across the goal line or get out of bounds. I mean, you know what I mean? Or, or you, you, you have Something. to, you, huh? Something. Yeah, you, but but the problem is, it was almost. Did you see um, what happened in the LSU game against Florida State when uh, Booty didn't get a pass, and then the next play, the quarterback came back to him, but he ran a halfway route. Talking about near the goal line? Yeah, uh, against um, uh, Florida State. 
Yeah. He would have. He would. I mean, it would have. He, he would have caught the touchdown in stride going to the end zone, and 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 you just have to figure out how to muster one more play. Just one more play. And like, he, I'm sure he was tired. And, and NFL guys that are commentating on it are like, man, that's why we run gastures and condition in the off season, so that you can figure out how to get one more play when you think your uh, your chest is about to explode and you you know and, and you don't feel like you can get oxygen. Just get one more play, but. Either way, uh, it reminded me, not at the pick six, but the play calling uh, when Russell Wilson was with the Seahawks and they had Marshawn Lynch and they threw a pick, uh, pick at the goal line. One of one of the the, the low goat uh, Super Bowl wins. Y- y'all know I call I call Tom Brady the the luckiest of all time, greatest of all time I've ever seen. So. He yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he 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 absolutely is 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 one nasty competitor and really really good, but that Joker's had some lucky breaks too. The whole scraping of the uh, why the, the 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 whole changing of the football game with the what is it tuck rule and mm-hmm. poor play calling uh, from the Falcons, poor play calling by the Seahawks in his first Super Bowl trip was because of. Uh, Oh, oh, he definitely, uh-huh. if you really think about it, Tom Brady should only have four rings, maybe three. Well, I, now I will give him one back because uh, to me he should have, how, how the Giants beat him, I don't know. But <laughs> so, but, he, but anyway, we, 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 I digress. Uh, uh, what's, what's, um, uh, anything I, I, I give you first first shot. Anything you want to uh, pick up from from this week? You just want to uh, holler back out uh, uh, on a fire sale Friday that we didn't get into. Well, yeah, um, the the cornerback cornerbacks for Alabama. You started the game. It was Kool Aid and Kyrie. Kyrie struggles against a smaller, quicker, worthy. Terry Young comes in. And from what I remember, we didn't see Eli Ricks at all. Oh, uh, we did. That was very interesting. Uh, Saban actually talks about. I don't think the kid can learn not defense. Uh, Joe, you have any thoughts? Because on Monday, did not Saban not talk about what we see in practice and players being able to trust each other and 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 stuff and and insinuated it wasn't his back or injury. Uh, yes, it seemed like a, uh, uh, he alluded to Eli Ricks and a practice issue, whether he wasn't picking it up in practice or whether he wasn't playing consistently in practice. Now, yeah. Ricks was on the participation chart, so I, I assume that he got in on some special teams. But I, yeah. I, I think that uh, I think that you know he's not. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say it's not an effort thing. I mean, it might be an effort thing, but he, whatever whatever the bottom line is, uh, I, I don't know that Eli Ricks is quite uh, showing himself out Monday through. Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday. And, and follow up for you two guys is what we see in Eli Ricks probably symptomatic of what's going on, what what happened down in LSU that led to national champion to doghouse, and what Brian Kelly is fighting against. Uh, you know, uh, it, it definitely so. could be. When you look at it, it, it doesn't make sense. 
why his talent level isn't translating to Bama. We saw a guy come in as a true freshman, five interceptions, All-American, and do all these things, but he can't he can't get on the field at Alabama. This was a five-star kid, a kid Bama wanted coming out of high school, and he just nothing's translating. Yeah, I, I, you know, a Facebook uh, user says, um, I, I, "There's nothing to learn, learn playing man," um, and uh, I, I don't think it's the times when he's asked to play man. Um, I think it's when they're asking him to play zone. I think that uh, that must be where he struggles. Uh, and then, of course, he got in trouble this summer. Uh, and when he's not playing, maybe he has bad act attitude. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, and Rich wasn't a practice guy at LSU, so put him in under the lights. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not going to work that way when you got plenty of talent uh you know uh you know some guys but but i i, I think he I, I don't think he can play zone i i really when saban made the point about not preventing guys from getting where they need to lining up where you're supposed to uh you know uh, i i think that he was struggling he was struggling to um um to to, to get there and i think that he's gonna have to figure out some way to, to get there, I, I, I'm I'm one of those. And that, it, it, Facebook usually talking to is Curtis Lewis. I don't know why it just picked up a, a little different name. So we'll I'll, I'll make sure we get that. But you, you see what I'm saying, guys? I don't know what we do about Ricks, but man, he seems like such a good talent that we need to figure out how to get get in. Um, but uh, he 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 seems to be struggling right now. So we'll, we'll we'll pick back up some more conversation. We got some callers. We'll get to on the other side. Uh, guys, thanks for uh, calling in. We'll work you into this fire cell Friday. Hey, is Kurt is 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 Rick gonna see the field uh, in significant minutes on Saturday? That's a great question. Uh, what else is missing from this team? Uh, what would you add to this team? Complete this uh, phrase, player of the week, whatever you want to talk about. It's a fire cell Friday. And this is the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier, the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. More conversation up next. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather will stay dry this weekend and all of next week. Sunny sky today, the high 88. Clear tonight with the low at 65. For tomorrow and Sunday, lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 88 and 91 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. 
Welcome back in to Martin Houston Show at Tide 100.9. We're able to do this because of our great sponsors. Go check out Alabama One. Alabama One, it will definitely help you get what you need when it comes to your financial needs, whether it's an auto, um, uh, um, vehicle with uh, lower rates, uh, longer terms. Hey, you may not even be in the market for an auto. You may be in the market for like a credit card balance transfer. You may need some wealth advisory. You may need to get new insurance. All of those things. Uh, you may be launching a new business. We can help you with all of that and more. Go to Alabama One, alabamaone.org to find out more or stop by one of our branch locations and our local in-market manager will be glad to assist you. One quick question. One quick thing. Uh, Curtis Lewis said Derek Thomas was horrible with practice when he came, and that is so true. And Derek got the fortunate break that he got to play in that uh, game. I, uh, I think Cornelius Bennett got hurt. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of those Hall of Fame classic uh, kickoff type things, season kickoff type things, and where he catapulted to to the forefront. Um, and, and, you know, uh, he kind of had the Tom Brady type moment. Maybe Rich gets one of those, but uh, I don't know if he will or not, uh, if, if he doesn't improve in practice. Uh, but it is a mystery. So I'm either going to say he's a really bad practice player or he cannot learn zone defense. So they're just limited on what they can run uh, when he's in there. Uh, or maybe he's playing man differently. But, Pat, you're in with the Martin Hughes Show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Martin. Is there any way that we can get a sponsor for you to be able to go to practice to teach these cotton-picking running backs how to block? Because I'm concerned that my quarterback is going to get killed that, uh, on that blitz where that running back just totally – Totally just let him go right on through. I mean, I, it looked blatant for me. I mean, it would be. Which play was that? You, you would not. I, the, the, one, the one where my I know what he's talking about. got killed. Got killed and we got sacked. That, uh, hey, you would not have let that happen. You would not that, have let that happen. One of his sacks was the offensive line, the one that came that, up the middle. I, I'll tell you what happened on that play. Yeah, man. That, go ahead. When you look at it, it looks bad because Jameer was on the left side and he came across. But you got to look at what the pre-snap read was because at the snap, Jameer comes across Bryce's face and it was a slight delay. And so it looks as if he's crossing his face, the guy's coming. There's no way for Jameer to turn back around and block that guy. That was a pre-snap decision for him to cross Bryce's face and help the right side. And Texas called the perfect blitz from one of their inside linebackers. That was not... Y'all talking about when the inside linebacker came straight up the middle? I think it was number 41. Yeah, that wasn't the the running back, I don't think. Yeah, that wasn't on him. Well, the reason I say that is... Is, is is uh it was it looked like it should have been a slide call uh with the offensive line pat uh and I could be wrong 
Um, but the fact that Jameer was coming across, you hardly ever cross a running back in front of a quarterback, okay, because of the possibility of him running into him, tripping him up, et cetera, coming a little early and hitting the ball, et cetera. You just don't like the quarterback, the running back to cross the face. And so what what it looked like, and remember, what was our, what was Joe Joe? What was our biggest distinction between McLaughlin and Dalcourt last year? Knowledge and toughness. Knowledge and toughness. How few times did we have busted coverages or blocking schemes? And it looked like you go back and look. It looked like the left guard went out. If we're talking about the same play, it looked like the left guard went out to his left. And then it was almost like the rest of the line was coming, but Dalcourt picked up the guy right over him. Yep. It looked like Dalcourt should have shifted to the left and the guard would have shifted to the right. The tackle would have got the guy to his inside and the running back was going to be assigned to the guy coming off the end of the line of scrimmage. Like I said, if I'm remembering that play correctly, Pat, I think that's what happened, and that's why it looked so bad. That's why it looked intentional. It almost looked like he was avoiding the contact versus blocking him. But I could be wrong. Anything else I need to get to the next one? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, real quick. Are we going to be able to go over the top this week? Are we going to be able to throw the ball over 25 yards downfield? Uh, I mean, I, I think we can throw so. it over 25 yards now. We just have to call the plays. <laughs> hey, that, that, and, and I, and I don't, I can't understand why we couldn't have had a jumbo package with my big quarterback from Texas when we needed one inch and, and have a big, big lineman behind him in order to shove him on over for two inches. I mean, you can't make two inches, Martin. Hey, you just need to quit. God, hey, you, you, you're preaching to the choir. Thanks, Pat. Have a good one. Oh, have a <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right, Alan. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> let's go to Alan. Alan, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, uh, you talking about the, the game last night? Gone are the days of the Martin Houston, the, the Frank Gore's, and the Mike Allstott, they're gone. They're, yeah. Everybody wants to be finesse football. Everybody wants to look pretty. Everybody wants to score a lot of points. Nobody wants to do the John Riggins and grind the games out no more. So all that stuff is gone when you got one inch to go. You line up on the quarterback and you just go for it. Go for what you know. You know they're not going. They're not doing that no more. That's it just. It's just not going to happen. Uh, no, it just. Uh, I don't know why. It's just not going to happen. Um, and you ask, what what would I change right now? I would change the offense coordinator. Get rid of him. Let him go. He got his hat. Get his coat. Let him get on that Alabama and get another <laughs> one in there. I think, every, I think a lot of people on that bandwagon with you right now. Yesterday, uh, Alan Curtis said that if he had to choose between our two coordinators, he'd keep Pete Golden. So, uh, that, 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 that says that, a lot. That, that said a lot. <laughs> hey, and I appreciate the nice compliment. Uh, I just think somebody, Allen, is going to get smart enough. See, everybody says you can't run um, uh, spread, hurry up offenses with a fullback. All a fullback, all, all, only difference between 
what I did and what these other guys was, I started, if you go back and watch our film, we didn't run hurry up and we only ran about 60, 60 plus plays, but I played directly behind Jay. Uh, I played in the shotgun beside Jay. When we had two backs, I played to the right uh, and left of Jay when in the backfield, when uh, he was under center, I played um, uh, on the short line when it was a tackle, a guard and a tackle. I was the, uh, I feel what created what Saban calls the C gap as a wing back. Uh, I played on the strong side, tight end side, off the ball. The difference was I put my hand down um, in most of those positions. And the, the tight end stands up and they call it an H. I came in motion. I ran uh, uh, traps from, from wing back. Uh, uh, Kevin Turner occasionally lined up in the slot. I never did that. Um, but my point is they just moved that up there. So I don't understand why you can't have uh, a, a guy. Because it, 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 to me, it helps with blitzes. It helps with a scheme. You go back and look at how many times Texas – uh, use it at, to slow Will Anderson down as the receiver, I mean, the running back or the tight end was going out in the flat. They would bump him and then uh, go out to the outside. Uh, who was it that Temple, play, Temple Bay played last year? Um, God, I mean, last week, first game? Dallas. Dallas. Uh, yes, and, and what the, the linebacker, um, um, Micah Parsons, uh, from uh, Penn State, they had uh, Leonard Fournette. He would give him a shoulder to slow him down, and then he would go out into the route. That's the, it's just how you use it. You can do everything you do now. Um, you just ha you need to have an athlete in there. You need to have somebody that can do more than just be a fat lineman. But you need an athlete at the position. So maybe it'll come back. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate you, sir. Let's get to Chuck. Chuck, you're in with the Martin Houston Show uh, on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning. I'm going to be quick. Uh, yeah, I was calling to let you all know that uh, that your beloved coach, uh, Nick Saban, uh, was interviewed uh, live yesterday morning on, on uh, one of the uh, sports talk, uh, talk radio shows over here in Monroe, Louisiana. Uh, mm -hmm. And it was a great interview. The guy is sports director of one of the news stations here, and, and the other guy is a sports Right, with this, one of the local papers, they interviewed him and did a great interview. And, and uh, I saw Coach Saban's uh, humor uh, when they introduced him, uh, the sports director. He, he said, uh, "He said, uh, Mr. Saban, it's great to have you on the show." He said, "He said, I, I haven't been called Mr. Saban in a long time, but but I love it." <laughs> and and uh, and, uh, and, and, and see uh, the guy. Uh, there were some connections there. You know, he's like playing ULM or you know, he, he, come, he was just talking about the Bowden family, the closest of the family. And he says, "Come out of his first job at University of West, at West Virginia University is Bobby Bowden, and uh, he's somebody he's known that family a long time, and uh, and and also the guy the athletic director over here at the University of Louisiana, Monroe, Lewandowski, uh, they work together at uh, Michigan State. There's some connections there, and uh, and 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 then the interview went real well. They got, they got some great reviews. I just want to get pointed out to you all over in Tuscaloosa. All right. Well, appreciate that. And uh, you said they called him Miss Saban. 
Uh, yeah, uh, the, no, the, uh, the, the a guy said he came over to Mr. Satan. He said, Mr. Satan, I said, Mr. Satan, I haven't been called Mr. Satan in a long time. <laughs> he <Okay>. left. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate that highlight, man. Thanks for calling in. Call in anytime. All right. You all have a great weekend. All right. The man in that segment, we had Pat Allen and Chuck on the Alabama One Hotline. It is still open for business. If you want to get in on the conversation, 205 342 9904. Coming back on the other side, we got some interesting audio I want you to listen to. So stay tuned for more conversation, and we'll get you in on it right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience they have the basic car wash that starts at seven dollars but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as twelve dollars and go up to twenty dollars they also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99 in other words just double the regular premium package drop a penny and you can be one of the great members of overflow express wash my family and i keep our cars looking good inside and out by using overflow express wash they're located on skyland boulevard right next door to alabama one or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com andy phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team nick saban calls it the process John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You know, and I told the players this this week, you know, we used to play better on the road around here than what we played at home. Uh, because we had some hateful competitors on our team and when they played on the road they were mad at a hundred thousand people not just eleven guys they were playing against and they wanted to prove something to everybody and then you know as time has gone on you know I think that maybe just winning the game is the focus and there's been three games and I told the players this you know we didn't play very well Florida last year we didn't play very well Auburn last year we didn't play very well Texas this year so you, you can't be a team that lets the other team think they have a chance to beat you just because of the circumstances that you're in. And your inconsistencies in your performance so far has is starting to, you know, let people know that, which is not a good thing. Mmm. Mmm. 
Mm, that's an interesting conversation right there. We're going to get to that. Uh, first of all, Coach, it's been four games because you lost the one at Texas A&M. Uh, but anyway, I'm just saying that I brought that up earlier in the week that, you know, the last four four games we we, we played really bad in the last year on the road. So won three of them. So it, it hadn't cost us dearly. Uh, Robert from Mobile, you're in with Martin Houston with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, at least with the Texas A&M game, they could score. <laughs> they could, mm-hmm. uh, they could they couldn't stop the Texas A&M from scoring, but at least they could score. Now we can't score. Well, uh, well we, we we scored, but how many points did we leave? We, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday. How many points we leave on the – we were inside the five, I think, at least, what, twice and didn't run the that's ball? That's true. Yeah, that's true, yeah. One of Bill O'Brien's <laughs> greatest moments. If we, we didn't even try to run the ball. We threw it. You know, I think we ran like eight or nine plays inside the 10 that game and didn't run it not once and was inside the five. I knew it for at least six plays, maybe more. Well, that's on your mind, sir. Well, well, one person who should be Bill O'Brien's greatest fan should be Pete Golden. <laughs> one thing was that we don't talk about Pete that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. Pat brought some really good points in his uh, last conversation. I'm glad you uh, you like me more on that uh, running play too. I you know that sack on Bryce. I simply thought he uh, Gibbs just didn't see him, and that's why he. I, and it, it's him. possible. It's possible that he didn't. But um, Robert, let me tell you why it may have worked. Xavier hinted at that the linebacker actually delayed, and what <laughs> happened is. The linebacker delayed for a moment, and most of the yep. time, you never have the running back block the most inside guy, um, when, even when there's a blitz. And, and so it was a delay. So should Randolph have have come down um, and, and and picked up that linebacker, and then even if that had happened, uh, the other lineman would have come free, but he wasn't the inside guy. You always, whether it's you know blitz pickup or goal line blocking or field goal blocking, you always block inside first. The closest threat to the ball, which is always whoever is inside, and that usually works starts with the offensive lineman uh, and how they call their play. But like I said, it, it could it was schemed very well. I will say that. Uh, and maybe they tricked us, and maybe it was Gibbs' guy, but I know that there was some other options uh, that it could have been. What else you got before I get to the next call, sir? Yeah, uh, like uh, uh, Pat said earlier, if you can't uh, – I mean, we didn't even attempt to throw the ball downfield much no, at all. No. Is it, not even enough to keep them honest. Even teams that are garbage, you know, they'll at least try to throw it down, so just keep you honest. And he didn't even try to keep them honest. That's just – Donald Saban with his diversity statement, a comment about the offense. I'm sure, it's, I guess he's kind of putting uh, putting him on Bill O'Brien on notice. But, hey, man, I want to see for this offense uh, more open up more, and uh, you know, do more plays than uh, just uh, I guess the few he has scripted. I mean, yeah. you think the players can't run their own? a deep route? Is a deep route? You can just send a guy straight. Nothing complicated about that, and you might get right. a few 50-50 balls. So. Yeah, because everybody make saw the obvious. Make them honor. Make honor. Thank, thanks, Robert. Make them honor the hundred yards of the field. Just make them 
aware that you know that the field goes vertical and horizontal. <laughs> thanks, Robert. All right, uh, let's get uh, Linda. Thanks for your patience. Linda, you're in with the Martin Houston with Martin and Xavier on the Alvin One Hotline. What's on your mind? Well, the fans are on my mind. Everybody's a critic. What they've seen, Coach Saban has seen it up close and personal. The film has been dissected, whereby he knows everything that went wrong on Saturday. So everybody just needs to calm down. Let's see what happens this week. And then let's see what happens at Arkansas before we just start panicking. We've got the best coach in the land. We've got a lot of new young players this season. We don't have Minchie. We don't have Jameson Williams. We don't have these people who could get open. But they will be taught how to get open. So everybody's a critic. We had no band there. And there's an ex-band member. I was very disappointed in that. Because I thought, yeah. you're loyal to your team. And if you sit in the high nose bleed seat, so be it. When they come here, they sit in the high nose booth or outside the stadium. But mm. you need a band there to support you. And I was very disappointed in that. You talking about in the band decide not to take what seats they not, gave them? Yes. I was That's very a disappointed. Good, good point. You're the first one. That's all you're part of it. All with that angle. <laughs> Go ahead. I beg your pardon? I said you're the first. Everybody was just had, had really just been like dogging Texas uh, for doing it. Yeah, I said you're the first person to kind of call with, hey, even if it even if you don't have what you want, it still would have been better for you to be there and show support. All fair love they, they want to put you in the blood, blood no seat. Go, and when they come here, maybe put them half on one side and half on the other. I mean, there are ways <laughs> to tell of that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Split them up. Put maybe some in one section, some in another. Yeah, but, I, I was before our, the show, Lynn. I was talking to. Um, uh, Joe about when we would go play in Tennessee and how the, it'd be 100,000 fans and then it'd be about 11,000 Alabama folks and band or whatever way up in the far right corner. Oh, end that's zone. fair. Huh? Isn't that fair? That's the way it should be. Yeah. You and, are and, and there was nothing sweeter. There was nothing you're sweeter no, than at the end of the game when you couldn't hear Anything when you play Rama Jamma. Yep, from way up there in the corner. Yeah, so. See, <laughs> Good point. see, the Texas people didn't get to hear Rama Jamma. Yeah. <laughs> so, there were so many things that, that went wrong, but I guarantee you, we got the best coach in the line, and he's watched the film, and he knows he's going to make the adjustment. You're going to see a different team on Saturday, because the competition won't be as well, but you're going to see a different team on Saturday. I guarantee yeah. you. Because there was a lot of swearing going on in that locker room after that game. <laughs> I guarantee you actually, that. It started, actually, it started on the field when uh, a couple of Alabama players did the, you know, the, the downward horn. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's when it started. And, and, it, and that's what they heard on the plane coming back. Yeah, a, a lot of it. was relentless. So, anything that you got, Linda? That's all I'm, I got. Just I want the Alabama fans to come down. We got the best coach in the line. He's going to make the adjustment. All right. Thanks, Linda. Reliving that game won't do anything. Let's just move on to something else. All right. That sounds like a plan. Thank you, ma'am. 
that's my plan. I, I put it in the back of my mind when it was over. I thought, thank God for Bryce Young. Hello. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All right, that's Linda. All right. Hey, guys, uh, any comments on that before we get to break? X, you hadn't talked to him long? Yeah, I mean, it, it's great that we have Nick Saban and things, but now the players have to take what they learned in that game and those adjustments have to be executed on the field. And so that's what we got to see happen. And, and, and that's the thing. When you play a game like this, you sometimes wonder, uh, will this, can this team improve, right? Uh, and will you know it after this game? There are some things that you can do in this game that you haven't done that you get better at. And, and we hope to see that the play calling even though it's against lesser opponents, you can still call and run and execute plays to get better. You can run different schemes. You can run different uh, formations, et cetera, and still get better even though you're playing an inferior opponent. Hopefully Alabama does that. But I want to tell you, um, this, the, 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 the fact that the greatest coach in the land made the statement, and we'll, I'm going to have Joe play it one more time when we come back, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, and that is, he called them, we had some hateful competitors. Is this system, sim, uh, systematic of where college football is? Or is this just an Alabama thing uh, in, in their hunger process uh, in terms of them not being hateful competitor? Or is this kind of college football as a whole? We'll talk about it. You can join us right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 82 eastbound at Elrod Road. You can expect delays as we have lane blockage there. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a new vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. The body of a man found floating in the water under a railroad trestle in Demopolis on last week has been identified as 48-year-old Thomas Taylor. He was reported as missing after walking from his home on August the 28th. The Alabama Department of Forensic Sciences is processing the autopsy to determine Taylor's cause of death. That will be released at a later point. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. 
It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. You know, I told the players this this week. You know, we used to play better on the road around here right, than what we played at home. Mm. Right, because we had some hateful competitors on our team, and when they played on the road, they were mad at 100,000 people, not just 11 guys they were playing against, and they wanted to prove something to everybody. And then, you know, as time has gone on, you know, I think that maybe just winning the game is the focus. And there's been three games, and I told the players this, you know, we didn't play very well at Florida last year, we didn't play very well at Auburn last year, we didn't play very well at Texas this year. So you, you can't be a team that lets the other team think they have a chance to beat you just because of the circumstances that you're in. And your inconsistencies in your performance so far has, is starting to, you know, let people know that, which is not a good thing. You know, Hank South said something yesterday that was really interesting to me. And it was that when the guys first started coming to Alabama, we grew up on, you know, my age range, we grew up with the Miamis, the USC's, the Floridas being the dominant teams. And so when they came to Alabama, they wanted to get to that level, to get to that status. And so I think those guys had more to prove than... Than what, than what you saw with, or see with the guys now. Because at that point, Alabama wasn't the gold standard, but now they are. And so I think sometimes these guys come in a little bit more complacent. They expect to win. They don't feel like they have to prove that they can win. So I think that might be a little bit of the reasoning and the change of mentality of what these guys are playing with now compared to those 2008 through 2000, you know, 13, 14 teams. They're not hungry. Texas is hungry. Auburn is motivated to beat Alabama. Everybody, everybody is hungry. And it's easier to, it's easier to chase uh, the, the um, golden ring than it is to hold on to it. And, and it takes more. And so these guys, it is a little different, and and as you said, that that they think. But listen to what Nick Saban said. He said, "You guys, you you have to listen." First of all, he didn't mention uh, Texas A&M, and uh, Jamie McGee said it's because he didn't want to make uh, Jimbo mad uh, again. But but seriously, he he said, "You let them think they can beat you." <laughs> that is subliminal. Uh, a little bit of arrogance there and then he says and when you play like you did you're letting them know they can beat you and I said on Monday when you look at these teams confidence becomes uh, the deciding factor sometimes especially when one team has better coaching than than the other and we know that Texas A&M we got the best head coach in the land Texas A&M got much better coordinator uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And what's the name is a much more proven coordinator. Super Joe, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's the Album One Hotline. It's open for business. What's on your mind, sir? What's, what's going on, partner? How you feeling, man? Doing good. How are you? 
you know, yeah, my team, what's the, you know, one thing about the complacency Coach State was talking about. And I'll tell you what, suppose if tomorrow Miami pulled the upset over Texas A&M. Now think about that. Do that now? If suppose the Miami Hurricanes beat the Aggies to beat the Texas A&M Aggies. And what about it? I suppose it's, uh, how, how much of a hot seat do you think Jimbo Fish would be in if they lose uh, tomorrow? I, I, I think Jimbo's seat's already getting hot. I mean, you, you spend the millions and millions of dollars they spend on that stadium renovation, whatever, you guarantee a guy guys. money. And he's not he, – he, 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 his record at this point, I haven't looked at it online, but I don't think his record is any different, uh, may not be as good as – Kevin Sumlin at this point. There's one game different. Jimbo yeah. has one more win than Kevin and, Sumlin through the first 50 games. Yeah, so, um, that, that, and that's what I would say. And he may actually have played more games than Sumlin, so. Um, but it, it's crazy. It doesn't matter. I, I think Jimbo's on a hot seat. You got anything else, Super Joe? I got one more call I got to get to before we get out of here. I got. Like, I look at it like I think we should, we should go ahead and have a good – we should go have a good shutout game tomorrow. Either either that we're going to definitely win convincingly. And roll tight. I appreciate you taking my call, Marty Vaughn. I appreciate it, Super Joe. Super Joe calling for an upset and hot seat for Jimbo. Uh, and uh, shutout for Alabama. Curtis Lewis, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Alabama on Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, Martin, I was just calling to respond to this thing that some of these fans don't understand where the word fan comes from. Fan is short for fanatic. And yep. unlike some people, they think that you should be just like a mindless monkey when you're watching your team play. So, therefore, they do bad, don't say nothing. Well, the worst customer you can have in a restaurant, let's say you get bad service. Let's say the person serving has B.O. Who knows what it is? The person who just walks out the door and never says anything, and uh, compared to the person who comes up and says, I want to speak to a manager – the one who spoke to the manager is the best customer because those are the ones who are going to let you know you've got a problem. You've got to fix something, otherwise you're going to lose business, definitely my business. But the one who said nothing and walked out the door, well, that's the worst person. That's the same thing with a fan. If you don't ever speak up, then that means you can just go along and say and do whatever from the team in the picture. You're going to start wearing blue and orange, which ain't a bad thing for you. We'd like for you to be gone. But but those of us who want to keep wearing the crimson, we want to speak up. And at some point in time, if that coach listens to us, yeah, he's going to be sitting with us. But that's his problem. He should have been stronger in the beginning. So if you built this monster, which Saban has built this monster, well, now you've got to feed that monster. You gave us this desire to have winning programs, to win championships, and to dominate our components. Well, if you don't do that, yeah, we're going to start hollering about it because you've made us that way. Now, if you would have been Mike Shula, hey, we all been laying on the beach, stripping my ties, losing whatever, what, what, whoever <laughs> We wouldn't have cared. We're like, shit, look at this beautiful sun. Yeah. But we lost the bad plane, La Monroe. <laughs> but we don't like yes. that. We don't want that. And Saban just said it again. He hasn't forgot about La Monroe. <laughs> he hasn't forgot yeah, one yeah. bit. So if, if you think that because fans speak up and they don't have anything to say that you think it's just flowers and roses, well, by all means, that means you're not being a good fan. Speak up and, and voice your opinion. And this thing about the band, 
How many years ago? Was it that two years ago when they were talking about adding a DJ to the stadium at Brian Denny to help pump up the crowd? If our band was so great, why would that have ever even came up? There was no reason for that to help come be your band keeping up what they're supposed to be doing and pumping up that crowd. But our band marches like they're marching to the in the war. <laughs> Hey, Curtis, it's Friday, and I, I got to get ready to go, but uh, you, you, you got a big stick and you stirring this morning, so. Uh, <laughs> but, but, hey, you're right. Fan, fan, fanatic, a fan is short for fanatic, and, and uh, hey, I'm in the marketing business, and they say if somebody had a bad experience and they don't say anything to you, they're going to go back out and tell eight other people about it, so. Uh, exactly. Let, exactly. Let, let them tell you, then I guess everybody else, so. But, hey, listen. Nick Saban, he's the greatest coach in the land, but does he have the best coordinators in the country? And no. the reality of it is uh, the best coordinators uh, make their money on Saturday, not Monday through uh, sun Sunday through uh, Friday. And um, this past weekend, this past weekend, the, the, the best two coordinators took a team that probably wasn't in his talent, took the best team down to a game-winning field goal. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. X, wrap things up for me, man. Yeah, man, there's a lot of things Alabama needs to improve on and a lot of changes that could potentially need to happen. But it is La Monroe. Got to get some revenge from 2007. I see Alabama going out and dominating this game. I'm going to go 56-7 to for the score this week. Hey, Joe, you got any closing thoughts? I think Nick Saban's on to something with his comments from last night. Yeah, and, and maybe we need to – I think that's worth talking about because I think he totally is, Joe. I think that that that, that speaks volumes uh, of, of an attitude or something that he's trying to improve. It's not – it hadn't cost us yet, uh, probably, or maybe it did cost us against Georgia. Who knows if they were hateful competitors. The type he was talking about, maybe we fight back. I don't know. But I think it's definitely worth, worth, worth having a conversation over. Games like this, I hate making score predictions. But um, I'm going to say, once again, I always give a couple field goals. I'm going to say up in that 62, they might get a late field goal touchdown. So uh, some, somewhere around uh, 62 to uh, 7 or 10, somewhere in there uh, with late scores potentially. Alabama is going to make a statement, and you need to watch it. We'll be back on Monday to break it down right here on the Martin Houston Show on Top 100.9. That's X's nose at Sports. Xavier Houston. That's Joe Gaither, a cup of Joe today at 11. And remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding. Always acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. And maybe this Sunday he'll direct you to Harvest Church. We'd love to have it at 10 a.m. hctuscaloosa.com. 